Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. How does Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show on a Wednesday afternoon. And we're rolling along. We're uh, we're headed toward huge matchup between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Aaron Sexton on hand, as always, as we continue. Aaron, let's not forget today to mention this in-game, in-season NBA tournament. Okay, I've been trying to kind of keep up, and um, we... Uh, we got a lot going on, and we are today reacting to Baylor's 78-60 win over Seton Hall. Aaron, it's hard to say. Like, Seton Hall did have some players that were interesting to me. Certainly that point guard that we talked about, uh, Richmond, I liked him. Liked some of the, his game. He's about 6'6". He can post up. He's got really good game. They're not that deep after that. They had one that, that big guy we talked about yesterday, uh, Betty Ako, I think is his name. Not bad. Not bad player. But the Bears really put the kibosh. And at the end of the game, you know, there was talk on the broadcast of, well, Seton Hall hung in there. I guess. I guess they did because they made it 50-45 to 45 one time. But the Bears responded to that with, like, a 7-0 or 8-0 run, and that was that. That was that. I, I right now do not know who the best player on this team is. Now, the guy who called the game last night for ESPN, the game was on ESPN 2, Fran Fraschilla. He's on with us a lot. Pete Souza, it was on the play-by-play. Pete's going to jump on with us today in a couple of hours. Pete, we were... Uh, I was I, Pete and I were going to touch base before the game and get him on, but I think it'd be fun now to have him on after the game. And he's called some Baylor football. He's called some Baylor basketball this year. Let's get Pete. We'll get Pete's takes on some several things. Aaron, you'll recall he's also a big Eagles fan. He he hails from Philly, so mm. we this is a huge week for that. Mm. And uh, and we'll get his take on that, Aaron. I mean, that's a. I mean, dare we put an Eagles fan on the air? <laughs> that's something we should do. Now, Aaron, I always kind of liked to. Uh, today, I had big time business things happening. I was from. I was here and there. I was at. I was at the bank. I was doing doing quite a few things. Tell me what was the. I always kind of like to get the wrap up. What were. What were Cam and Drake hot on today? What was that pairing, the dynamic duo? Was there anything that really grabbed their attention? Or do they continue to talk about the Bears in the portal? Oh, gosh, wait. Did Drake talk about 
the crowd last night. He did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, now, there, it's, it's really interesting. There are folks that love a good crowd pick. Now, I was trying to look when Drake was tweeting about this last night because I never think it's fair if you're going to hammer on a crowd for not being there. I, I like to wait until, like, tip-off in case it's a late-arriving crowd or something like that. Now, the listed crowd attendance last night was like, oh, I think 8,200 or something like that. And I know everybody wants this to be like Fog Allen. Um, it's just not. When you have an 8 o'clock game against kind of a middling Seton Hall team, the Dallas crowd's not going to show up. Dallas, a lot of Dallas people come to games, especially on Saturdays. They try to come to week weekday games, weeknight games. It's it's hard. The 6 o'clock might be better because you can take off a little early, go down, and then you don't get home so late. I would say the... The basketball game on it. So I'm just providing a little context because I I know my man Drake was probably hammering the Bears, hammering the local crowd. Um, the locals are there. The locals, they'll be there for conference. On a Tuesday school night, uh, 8 o'clock in the evening, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I, to me, I'm not as outraged at, oh, man, crowd wasn't that great or whatever it's it's listen it's one of the reasons they wanted to go smaller to make it more of an intense put the crowd like the old coliseums the old arenas put the crowd on top of the players let the let it kind of go up where they're over the players right on top of them and it's going to be great it's going to be great last night's crowd at seton hall would have probably been would have filled the place so Again, I uh, I I don't I, I I just I I didn't get as worked up as as Drake over this, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, it it sounded like the crowd, from what I could tell, was getting revved up, and the students really showed out. I mean, they really did. So I I think there were some you know it was okay, and Scott was praising the crowd afterward all of that um so i you know i don't know um i think the point is and aaron i kind of get it it's like i think the point drake's making is fair is that if you are like this top five top ten perennial program like at kansas that doesn't matter they were playing kansas city yesterday i mean it was a packed house i mean there's no there's never like oh there's a bunch of seats left at fog allen no it's so but I think that's asking too much. That's a blue blood and one of the top three programs in all the country. Now, Baylor is a top 10 college basketball program. I don't think you would say they're top 10 fans. It's just not. I mean, you have to be honest. It's just, but when they get it revved up and it's a good conference game, I mean, they'll get juiced up and get that thing going. I'm hoping Foster Pavilion turns in to the place to be. People want to be seen. They want to be there. They want to be a part of the deal. They will not have any problem with January 2nd, right, the first night. I sure hope not. I mean, that thing's already sold out, I'm pretty sure. So we'll all gather in there. But I I, I think there are a few 
mitigating factors for why a crowd would not be packed to the gills against Seton Hall at 8 o'clock on a Tuesday. I, I, but the disappointing part of it is, is, is that they are that great of a program, and it's, they still kind of like Baylor has to have like a special reason sometimes to come out, like the fan. Like one of the greatest Baylor crowds ever was the, um, and I was there, uh, the Bears playing Duke in the Elite Eight. And you're like, well, Matt, that's the Elite Eight. But that was awesome. That was like, that was the Baylor family taking over a football stadium. That place was, it was held in um, NRG or whatever they call it. Um, or, and it was, it was, a, it was like literally like 40,000 Baylor fans showed up for a basketball game. I mean, that's, that's hard to do sometimes for a football game. And then, and, and this was on, you know, this was in Houston, but that was one of my proudest moments as a Baylor fan, because it was between like 40 and 50,000 Baylor fans and Duke, quite honestly, just didn't have that many fans. I mean, I know you think Duke travels and they're going to have fans show up everywhere, and some of that's true. Now, what I'll be interested to see is what the Baylor-Duke, what that looks like um, on December 20th when Baylor and Duke get together at Madison Square Garden. I got to say, last night, UNC and UConn, that was an awesome crowd. I mean, we're talking the NFL still going on, college basketball. These are non-conference games. And Aaron, I don't know if you had a chance. You were probably monitoring. Well, I guess it was leading up to the. I'm trying to think. Maybe leading up to the Baylor game. Whatever the case, that that was an awesome, loud, crazy crowd, and that that's a proud UConn moment because that that was UConn and all those national championships showing up, and uh, Klingon and Klingon or whatever his name. I mean, that big, huge guy they have. I mean, they're good. They're still good. They're not great. They're not. They're not as good as they were last year, but they're good. They're really good. And they ran UNC out of the building. Now, Aaron, I we got a monitor today, and again, we got great guests, Travis Brown. If you're wondering about this new A and M offensive coordinator that it looks like they're going to hire Colin Klein from Kansas State, then you'll want to be by the dial at four o'clock. Because Travis is the ultimate Aggies insider. Aaron, they went after, looks like the Aggies made a hard push for the LSU offensive coordinator. And LSU stepped up and kept him. Kept the offensive coordinator. A&M is always very aggressive when it comes to paying assistance. They have been for a long time. And then they went after K-State's favorite son. Aaron, you remember, was it last year? or a year and a half, two years ago, whenever it was, who went after him? I think Notre Dame went hard after Colin Klein. Yes, and he and turned he gave down. it some thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you and I were a little surprised. There was another one, Aaron, that surprised us. You remember that? Like there was some, there was one guy that didn't leave, like, Washington. Now Washington's awesome. Now maybe it makes sense. But you remember they were, they were targeting somebody, and we were like, golly, they didn't leave there? They didn't leave there to go to Notre Dame? Um, Colin Klein has left the building. I, I'm sure the they stacked the money so high, 
And I kind of get it because you, while he may have someday been the heir apparent to Kleiman, it's not like Kleiman's going anywhere. He's got another five, ten years in him uh, if he keeps winning. So, Klein, you can get stuck every once in a while. Like it happened to Major Applewhite at UT. He was beloved, but fans don't care. They don't care about how great you were as a player. It, it happened to the guy at OU, Aaron, who ended up being the, uh, oh, Josh, who was the former OU quarterback who's now the coach at, oh, Heupel, yeah, at Tennessee. It happened to Heupel. Heupel was a favorite son. Everybody loved him. He had a, a bad season at OU, and, I mean, they were they ran him off. I mean, they ran Josh Heupel out of there. So I think they are more patient at K-State, but that that's an interesting choice for Texas A&M. I mean, Aaron, you don't, you don't normally think of, like, what K-State does on offense and go, well, everybody in the country is trying to hire their offense coordinator. I mean, they've had some good moments over the last few years. They do throw the ball. They're known for having quarterbacks who can run. But I, I had to laugh, Aaron, earlier today. They, they said uh, – they they were talking about you know who they were going to hire to be the offense coordinator and they said it's, it's somebody that has to keep Avery Johnson happy. Can you imagine that? I mean, think about the old days. You think they worried <laughs> about a freshman quarterback, you know, keeping him happy? I mean, you think that's what Grant Taff and everybody? I mean, like in this modern day, I don't know. I don't know if if Cody Carlson had had to share. Um, in this day and age, I mean, Cody was like a, you could tell he was going to be an NFL quarterback. I, he may have gone somewhere else. Now he may say, no, I think he's actually told us that before. I wonder, well, I have to ask Cody that next time. I think he's said maybe he, in the, in the current state, he might've gone in the portal because he and Tom Mickey were sharing the quarterback role. Um, but anyway, I, this is going to be, but it looks like K state will promote from within, and they will promote their O-line coach to offensive coordinator. Now, of course, Aaron, like players love that kind of stuff. Fans don't always love that stuff. That's the old Snyder way. Like, I mean, with all due respect, like what if Baylor had said, tell you what we're going to do. We're gonna, now, Baylor had a different situation. They weren't coming off a decent season. They were coming off a bad season. But, like, if they had have tried to promote somebody on offense to offense coordinator, I mean, I do think there, there would have been, you know, protests. Aaron, much like the protests going on at Kansas State today with this basketball player, um, Naquan Tomlin, good player, real tall, NBA body. Like, he, he, he has a chance for NBA career, and we have not known exactly why he's been out. We, we, well, we kind of know. He, 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 there was a situation that happened at a late night, and he got involved in something, and like a fight. And, and so, again, I, I don't think – I'm not even really sure he was ever arrested, but he got involved in an incident. I don't think he was arrested. And – I mean, at Alabama, Aaron, the the guy would have never missed a minute, would he have? Like Nate Oates would have would have like given him even more minutes. 
But K-State, and Aaron, you may be, I, I, I was kind of monitoring, you were sending some things out on it, but they're doing, like last night, they were chanting, we want Naquan, and and, it, and today there's some kind of protest on campus, and um, he showed up at the protest, and then he's put some stuff on social media, like, something about free free naquan or whatever um aaron it now it sounds like the the everybody is mad at the president of k-state is that the way you're interpreting what's going on right now it's like i think at one point yesterday they were kind of mad at jerome well they went at the buzzer or they went on a great shot by mr big shot himself tyler perry and and Jerome's up in the stands. And so it seemed all was right with Jerome in the crowd. But, man, I'm seeing some stuff today. They're going after the president there. Uh, Aaron, do you think this thing is, I, I mean, is this just getting uglier and uglier as we uh, as we continue to kind of monitor this thing? Yeah, I mean, I still haven't obviously seen any, like, official reports, but there yeah. are tons of tweets about it. Okay. I'm with okay. you. I thought, why are they, ch- is that like taking, they kind of going at coach Tang for suspending him? Cause he suspended him a while ago, but mm-hmm. I think the chant even yesterday was about the president. I think they found out about it earlier than everyone else about the president suspending him. Despite the fact that coach Tang had already done that. And I think yeah. that's what everything that's happened since then is about. Okay. The president came in, and maybe did something on top of what Jerome had done. Um, well, that oh, go ahead. Well, I, I mean, and and I haven't seen anything official about this, but the tweets uh-huh. are saying that the president's, uh, I don't know, suspended him or like expelled him from the university. I don't know which one it is, but that's what the tweets okay. are saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of these are coming from. It's kind of interesting, like some of these people who cover K-State are kind of retweeting some of this. There's a guy, Aaron, and I, a lot of these people across the Big 12 we've kind of become friends with. This guy, for whatever reason, I don't think we've ever had him on, but I think he's the best K-State reporter. And his name's um, Kellis, like K-E-L-L-I-S, Kellis Robinette. Maybe he's one of these guys there, and you know there's there's a couple of reporters that they're like I can only go on with this guy, but Kellis Robinette is of interest to me, and and I'm going to monitor what he's saying. But this is you know Jerome Tang has had such a prolonged honeymoon there. They love him. He makes it to the Elite Eight, and everybody's kind of like, I mean the team is not that is not as good this year. Now they may end up being okay. But, like, I think we're finding out that Keontae uh, Johnson and Marquise Noel, I mean, those were awesome special players. K-State's fine, but to me they feel middle of the pack at best in the Big 12. Aaron, I'm trying to think if anybody surprised me yet. I Kansas and Baylor and Houston are just right there together. Right there together. Um, 
I mean, and everybody's going to lose. This is this thing is so good this year that like whoever wins the conference legitimately could have five losses, like four or five losses. Used to not be that way. Even just a few years ago, Aaron, when Kate, when Kansas and Baylor were battling it out, and were like one and two in the country. I mean, you know, it was it was the each one of the teams was going like whatever, like they jumped out to 12 and one starts or, I mean, they, you know, they had incredible records. I, I don't think, I think there are some tough places to get wins. Um, I don't think tech or Kansas state or as are as good. I think Iowa state may end up being sneaky good. Although Aaron, I was watching those net rankings and that goes into like where you end up in the NCAA tournament, and Iowa State is getting fat on blowouts. I, I think that's really unfair and uncool to incentivize beating these these you know schools that are just trying to pick up a paycheck that you get incentivized by beating them by fifty or sixty. I mean that, that you. You should be able to get a 30-point lead and then just goof around and put your reserves in. And yet, this net ranking incentivizes just beating the dog out of them. I mean, it's, that's not good. That's not good. I don't like that. I don't like that. And I'm not one of these, oh, you know, take it easy. But I'm not. I'm also not a big, you know, let's beat somebody 125 to 44. I mean, that's. Some of that kind of seems silly to me, but uh, I I don't know. Well, what do you do? You go into uh, four corners. I think uh, I mean, or or you just turn it over every time at the end of the game. I don't know. It, that's a that's a tough one. All right, Aaron. Um, we do have breaking Cowboys news uh, involving the head coach of the Cowboys, and uh, we we think Mike's going to be available for Sunday's game. But uh, we're we're uh, we need to update you on his health, Mike McCarthy's health. We'll do that next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back throws it. Oh my God! up! It's Bland. Only heard here. It's Bland. He's got one man to beat at the twenty. All season. He did it again. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Eagles, Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Tanner Roofing Incorporated, located in Belton, Texas, has been family-owned and operated since 1956 and specializes in residential, commercial, industrial, metal, TPO, coatings, shingles, and repairs. With over 50 years' experience in the roofing industry, Tanner Roofing Incorporated has achieved the following recognitions. Better Business Bureau A+, Owens Corning Platinum Preferred Contractor, Firestone Building Products Approved Contractor, and Mule Hot Coating Certified Installer. Call Tanner Roofing Incorporated today for a free estimate at 254-939-0343 or check them out online at TannerRoofing.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health Sports Certified Orthopedic Physician Team Specialized in Sports Medicine and Total Hip and Knee Replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedics today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley, Sexton, we're with you. We'll take you to, uh, oh, 6 o'clock. We may not make it all the way to 6. Who knows? We'll see. We'll just kind of see how we're feeling. Yeah, we feel, yeah. <laughs> just kind of, it's up to us, really. I mean, at this point, Aaron, it's about 3.30, building other than Stephanie's Sports Corner is starting to empty. Um, I think we can just kind of – it's okay. Time to coast. <laughs> Time to coast. Now, we we uh, we really have uh, tremendous guests lined up for you. Huge Aggies guest at 4 o'clock. And uh, Travis Brown, Aggies insider, will talk about Colin Klein. Aggies have a new – and we, we haven't gotten to talk to him about Elko and – 
and just kind of everybody involved with the uh, the whole A&M situation. And uh, we can be heard in a in uh, College Station, I think. Holler at us if you can hear us on the text line, 254-662-1660. Aaron, if I suddenly stop talking here in a second, you keep going because I had a, I felt an enormous sneeze coming on. But okay. I, I may... I may be able to let it pass. I just I don't really feel like people should have to be treated to that. I did also want to share. It always works <laughs> for me. Oh, wife still, I think. What's that? What is your just wife still? Cow. What do you do? Uh-huh. It's always, somebody told me that one time, and it's worked for me, so I don't know if it works for you. I, uh, to this day, if I get a cramp, my leg or something, you know, I'll grab my lip. Somebody years ago said, you know, grab your bottom lip and pinch your lip. And somehow that helps with a cramp. And I, I don't know if it has anything to do. I guess you just try to you try to get the pain or get your mind thinking on other painful situations. If you so anyway, I do that. There's also a way for hiccups. What's your best way to get rid of hiccups besides me scaring you, Aaron? Um, are you a see somebody we used to try to take a drink of water, but you you took it in a very strange fashion. You tried to drink it in reverse or something. I, I can't. I'd have to have a glass to demonstrate what I'm talking about. But you kind of like you you drank the glass of water in a different manner. Do you have any any ways, time tested ways, Aaron, of getting rid of hiccups? I do, and it's thanks to the magic of the internet. Uh, there's a podcast. Uh, there's a podcaster. Uh, he's a uh, professor at Stanford. His name is Andrew Huberman. It's a great podcast. He has different. Well, people, mainly scientists and things like that, to discuss different topics about health and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he had someone on that that uh, has a pretty reliable way to stop hiccups. You inhale as much as you can through your nose three times oh. without exhaling in between, which is tough when you get to that third one, but you're just trying to take in any more air. Then you hold your breath for 15 to 20 to 30 seconds and slowly exhale. Basically, he yeah. says the hiccups is your phrenic nerve to diaphragm spasm is a well it doesn't say that it is phrenic nerve to diaphragm spasm and this disrupts that and gets you back to not take up and it works it's worked when i've used it so i like that one day Aaron, i had some medical i was having some breathing issues or some kind of deal and so i was doing on the air i was using an inhaler and for some reason steven was getting a kick out of it and we were letting the audience share in all my all my issues as I was in taking an inhaler. I'm not a, I don't have asthma, but at, at that point I needed an inhaler. Okay, real quick, I did want to tell you, thank you, Ted Teague. Thank you for what you're doing out there at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Um, it's uh, it they've they've got no payments for 90 days. This is a wrap up the year sales event. All Jeep Grand Cherokees, Jeep Compass, and, and Jeep Renegade get 10% below MSRP. If that's not enough, take $11,000 off MSRP on all 2023 Jeep Gladiator Overland. This inventory won't last long. And then um, the the 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie 4x4 take $15,000 off. Goodness gracious. MSRP 
or 2.9% for 72. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to really kind of get the figures out, Aaron, put pen to paper. And then even when I did that, I still would not be able to figure out. I still would need uh, help from Ted to kind of work me through that. First responders get an extra $500. Um, And then these will not last long. One other thing, Aaron, because this sounded like something you might like. You don't really need a suburban, Aaron. So I'm going to look at this one. Oh, I think you might like this, though. The sexy 2020 BMW X4 sunroof navigation with 40,000, only 40,000 miles on sale for 42.9. 42.9. Sounds like something you might, in, might like. They also have a 2019 BMW X7. All right, I promised you some Cowboys news. I've also been looking at the big stories so far in college basketball. After last night, Bears dispose of Seton Hall. Seton Hall, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Not great. They may knock off somebody. I don't know who is good right now. Aaron, who's the best team in the Big East? I mean, Villanova gets beat every time you look up. They got beat again by K-State. They're not very good. They almost won. I mean, I kind of like the coach, the new coach. I'm rooting for him, but they've lost to Penn, and they lost to Drexel this season. I mean, they, they, they lose to everybody, like, in their own town. I mean, I, I think Villanova is technically like a, a little suburb outside of Philly, but it's all right there in Philly. Aaron, Big East. Is anybody, is anybody break, uh, I guess, UConn? Creighton. <sighs> Creighton Mar- has yeah. been, was great Marquette's last year. Two losses. Yeah, but now we get a fun Marquette matchup. I'm glad you brought them up. I think they're playing Texas tonight. I mean, it's hard to keep up with these uh, matchups because the Big East Big 12 Challenge is just all over the place. They're the battle. 7 o'clock I mean, tonight. Okay, 7 o'clock tonight. And the fun thing about that is that's Shaka against his old team. That's Rodney Terry against Shaka. Let's see what happens. When. Let's see, let's see what happens there. And their two losses are to ranked teams. They lost to Purdue, who started the year number one, is currently number four. And then yeah. they lost to uh, Wisconsin, who is 23, but has wins over Marquette on Saturday. And then Michigan State last night, or yesterday, I believe. So, I mean, they're pretty yeah. good, too. All right, Baylor will have Michigan State in Detroit. On the 16th. Never count Izzo out. They don't look great right now, but uh, never count that group out. Um, Okay, here's the news I was talking about. Mike McCarthy will have surgery today. It may have already happened. Five days before the biggest game of the regular season against the Eagles. Uh, He's been diagnosed with an acute case of appendicitis, the team said. Uh, McCarthy experienced abdominal pain Wednesday morning before seeing the team's medical staff. He is expected to be released from the hospital later Wednesday and anticipates coaching Sunday. Aaron, we may need to crowdsource. We've got people that are listening to us right now that have had appendicitis. They, that, that had to have their appendix taken out. Happens at different ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron, have you been through that? 
second grade. Wow. They, they got me into surgery. The doctor said probably about 30 minutes before my appendix burst. It was wow. hot, I think is the phrase they use when it's yeah. about to burst. Wow. Well, what I'm wondering is someone that's had it a little more recently than Aaron, because Aaron's, <laughs> Aaron's more, a little more recently than 40, 40 years 42 ago. Year, yeah, 42 <laughs> years removed from it. Um, what, what do you think? I mean, would you be able to coach a game if you had your appendix taken out on a Wednesday, do you think you would be walking a sideline calling plays for a team on Sunday? Now, Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator, addressed the media Wednesday, earlier today, and said, you really think that tough Irishman is, gonna, is going to miss this game? We're certainly anticipating Mike being back for the game. We'll hold it down for practices. Knowing him, he'll be online tonight wanting to go through red zone and third down and everything else. We expect him to be rocking by game day. I mean, still somewhat of a distraction. I mean, I, I, I hope he's fine. hope it goes really well today. Something of a distraction for a huge game. To have the head coach out, I know people, <clears throat> you'll have the uh, the pom-pommers out there and like, oh, no, it's fine. It's Mike. Dan can do do the job and everything. But I don't know. His absence complicates the process. Um, But he does, he, but he does designate duties to Schottenheimer and the other offensive coaches. Um, so... I guess Schottenheimer is going to take over some of it. Cowboys are first in points per game, fifth in yards per game, 16402. Uh, his his career regular season record. I like that, Aaron. I like that the poor the guy has appendicitis and then all the stories. We got to like look at his career record. I don't even know. I mean, is that like a huge relevant thing right now? Um, he did miss the game at New Orleans, you remember, 2021, with COVID. And Quinn took over head coaching duties. Um, he, it, Quinn went on to say, what's good about Mike and the system here is it's all laid out about how we go and what we would do from yesterday today all the way through the game, meetings and schedules. He says, so pretty easy in that one. You just take it and run with it. Between myself and Brian and Bones, that's Bones Fossil, special teams coach, we've got it covered, and we're ready to do to go today. Expect a great practice just like it's been set up to do. We're ready to go do that. Aaron, I um I I don't I, I just don't know exactly what to make of this. I I do think some of that's true, that you can just kind of keep going. Um, and and Quinn runs a great practice. He's been a head coach. I think it is one time having a former head coach with experience like that, very, very helpful. And Schottenheimer's a longtime play caller. Maybe not always the greatest one, but he's done it a lot. Um, quarterback Stefan Gilmore said the players want to win even more for McCarthy now. 
He said, because I know he wants to be here. I know he wouldn't want to miss, especially this week. I know he will get back as fast as he can, but also hope he's healing up quick. Aaron, what is your what does your gut tell you as a man who no longer has his appendix? Um, does uh, do you do you think that uh, d- does this feel like a a major disruption or minor disruption? I think pretty minor. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've I haven't been around. NFL teams in person enough to really know and answer that authoritatively. Because actually, now that I think about it, after saying minor, it, I think I probably agree with you. They can downplay it, but it, this is, you know, this is a distraction whether they want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. As far as him coming back, I do have it on good authority from the star of Stephanie's Sports Talk that uh, her father, after having his appendix removed on a Saturday, checked himself out the next morning and was preaching that afternoon. So it, 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 it can happen. So we'll see. I wish Stephanie had have attended some of those services. Oh, <laughs> she did. She was there and she even went to a religious school. She went to a religious school. She can always jump on if she needs to. I can just, I can send herself. I just want right you to there. know that I was always at Sunday morning church. She I had like... no choice. And I was usually on the front row because I was usually in trouble. But, but I always am fascinated by your dad because he was kind of a, he, he was a Renaissance man. He did other things too. So yeah. Like, he was not just a pastor at one point. Wasn't he in law enforcement? And he, yes, he was a Dallas was, police officer. Yeah. So, I mean, he would literally, Matt, he would literally uh, patrol at night and then get up and be at church Sunday preaching. And you were talking about, you know, McCarthy. I was like, well, my dad did it. You're just in pain. But my dad literally, they had to do an emergency surgery. And the doctors were like, you know. We can't let you leave yet. And he just yeah. took his IVs out and yeah. called my mom to pick him up. And he was preaching the next morning. So, <laughs> but you know, man, I mean, that's, you've got to, uh, you've got to line up some other folks in the church that in a situation <laughs> like that, that can step in and get you through a service. <laughs> and you know what he had, it just like, you know, McCarthy has coaches, you know, at practice right now, he had the same thing, but I think. With my father, because he's the lead man, it's something about the lead man wants to be there. So I'm sure McCarthy being the head coach, he yeah. wants to be there. Um, That's called, you know what they call that? It's called ego. It total. <laughs> it's called, it's called, it's pride and ego. Definitely. And I think pride's like one of the seven sins or something. By the way, if you and Aaron want to... Want to take over the show tomorrow? I would not. I, any ego would be put aside. I'd be right out there just playing. Our tennis. listeners would learn a lot from me. Just blissfully, I know, I know, you would jump on that opportunity. No. Um, all right, it is time for something we call uh, Stephanie Sports Corner. We'll do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. In Waco, Texas, we love the holiday season. At home, at work, or out with family and friends. It's simply a special time. 
from all of us at Jeff Hunter Toyota. We're wishing you a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Event Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The variety at the show is extensive. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Event Center. Well, it's that time again. 
the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You know, we were talking about the Kansas State basketball situation, the football situation we'll talk about at 4 o'clock with uh, our man Travis Brown because A&M just hired the Kansas State offensive coordinator. But in the past hour, news has broken that Quarterback Avery Johnson plans to enter the transfer portal as well. Uh, Johnson had a school freshman record five uh, five touchdowns against Texas Tech this year. I mean that this was the quarterback everybody was excited about, and now he's going in the portal. Uh, there's a lot of negative stuff going on with K State, and uh, you talk about horrible news. For the Wildcats, that's about as bad as it gets. That news about quarterback Avery Johnson, the long-haired quarterback, the exciting um, electric quarterback that he is, he is, and now appears to be going to the portal. Aaron, if I was the representative for Blake Shapin right now, can you imagine like the leverage you would have just the fact that you're a, a proven quarterback could step in, probably run that that offense fine. I mean, I oh, you've got some great options, and I would I and of course you know the program, and they know him, and that's why sometimes you do go ahead and transfer within conference. All right, it is time for something we call Stephanie's Sports Corner. the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> oh yeah, she's ready to roll. You've already heard from uh, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie Sports Corner broke out suddenly in the, the last... Uh, segment but uh always excited to to have stephanie on to kind of see what's on her mind and uh she's been monitoring today's news as well the portal is hopping 
we'll have more on that. But, man, bad, bad news. I thought you and Aaron would love this quote, though. This is uh, this was just a recent quote from Demarcus Lawrence, Cowboys star defensive end. And he's talking about, uh, you know, how he thinks they'll be ready, even with Mike McCarthy having appendicitis. We were just talking about Mike McCarthy having his appendix taken out today. And will he be ready to coach Sunday? And uh, Stephanie helped us in that regard because her father <laughs> was able to bounce back quickly and be in the pulpit. <laughs> but this is from uh, Demarcus Lawrence. He said, shout out to COVID. It, it helped us to learn how to adjust quickly. He knows we're getting ready and we will be ready. <laughs> I, just, I just like that. I, <laughs> a shout out to COVID. COVID. Like, you know, we've, we've said a lot of things about COVID. I don't think we've ever, like, done a shout out to it. Yeah, COVID. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I don't even know how to comment shout on out. that. Shout, shout out to out COVID. To, Shout out clap to COVID. for COVID. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it helped the Cowboys. It put them in the position they're in now. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. All um, right. Well, uh, anyway, the uh, I would like to uh, like to hear kind of what is on your mind well, and uh, what is on your heart today. What well, is, go ahead and go ahead and share with it. It has to do with football. It's the national championship, of course, and you know everybody's predicting. Michigan to win and uh so I was just googling and looking and I was like you know I wonder how much it would be for us to go well let me tell you something these tickets are not cheap you could go on to seatgeek.com and now, get a t- where, ticket for 15- where are we where are we going where are we going again to the national championship the football national yeah, championship. Yeah, football. Game. Yeah, that's like in okay. January, January 8th. I was still kind of thinking about that thing in Finland you were talking about. <laughs> that changed your life, right? <laughs> yeah. That was the reindeer races. Yeah, the reindeer races. Yeah. Kind of. It's a okay, thing. That's, that's kind of what I had on the brain, but yeah. you're talking about the national, national title game. Yes, title game in Houston on Monday, January the 8th. Well, you can get a ticket for $5,400. What? Am I way off? You, just, you, know, you said it in a funny way. Like <laughs> maybe you were unsure if, unsure if it was No, I'm sure I tripled okay, my... you said November. You just I said gotta... Monday, January. Okay. January 8th. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. But we can get a ticket on SeatGeek for you, Matt, for $5,400. $5,400. Yeah. And uh, that, that, that doesn't but, sound bad. Do you know how many pairs of shoes I could buy for that? When I could just—I <laughs> mean, literally. Um, what are you going to say, Aaron? Here's <laughs> about to pop it. Bougie as you are, probably not a lot of shoes. few pairs, few pairs. Um, but you could go to StubHub, and their cheapest ticket is thirty-six hundred dollars. So I guess it kind of depends on where you're sitting at. But because you know I love music, I want to let y'all know who your entertainment is going to be. So <laughs> okay. we're dying to hear. I know you are. Is this has this been out there a while? Yeah. Or is this is this is this new? No, Wait. I think it's been out there. I don't know okay. when it went out, but okay. I didn't know who. So it's certainly not something I was seeking, but I am interested to hear. Is it? Let us do. Let me ask some questions. Is okay. it Dolly Parton. No. Is it Nelly? 
Absolutely not. Is it the guy who sang the national anthem who people didn't like the other day? No. Strike Zay- three. <laughs> something get Ziders. Aaron, no. can we play some Ziders at some point? That Warren Ziders? I, I don't even I don't know. know why people hated that so much. I think I might like this guy. Warren Ziders. He has a very distinctive sound. I couldn't I, I, tell you I what he mind, sings. I do not mind hearing national anthems that are a little different. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> screw it up completely, but like I was hearing people were really upset about it. But uh, but wow. go ahead. But anyways, so you know, there's just like at the Super Bowl, you know, they have activities, festivities leading up to the game. So if you went on Friday. All the kids get to go into the concert area for free, and it's kids bop. I don't even know what that is. It's I guess it's the music for kids these days. Like, yeah. I guess like the Disney Club when I was little. Yeah. Remember yeah, Mickey yeah, Mouse yeah. Club? Yeah, they just clean up the lyrics. Kids yeah. bop, they use the... No, they really do. I, my daughter okay. had some of that growing up. Yeah. Okay, well... Yeah, they got a kids bop channel like on XM. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. In well, in fact, uh, our owner was thinking about changing one of our <laughs> signals over. Awesome. For real? <laughs> I wasn't in on that meeting. <laughs> well, I got bad news, Stephanie. Uh, you're pitting me over there. <laughs> Kids Stephanie's Pop. Ford's Corner on, uh, on Kids, Kids Pop. Pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool, actually, when it recess. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. So then uh, you have jo- Jack Harlow. I guess he's a rapper. Um, he's a gr- He was nominated for a Grammy. He's going to be performing on Saturday. I couldn't even tell you any of his music. And then on halftime or during the halftime, you've got, it's a country theme. Think about it because of Houston. So you've got Jake Owen, who I absolutely love, John Party, and then Megan Moroney. So it's all country music for... Yeah. Uh, the halftime show, which is which is cool, because it's intense. I just went and saw John Party Saturday night. He's he's really good. If you don't know his music, Matt, you should Google yeah, him. People are no, the, the kids are liking him too. They're, uh-huh. They went over to Fort Worth last weekend. Aaron, where'd you see Party? No, my sister. Uh, she saw him at Billy oh, Bob's, sister. I believe. Billy Bob's, okay. yeah, well, yeah. He was been a, the same deal. Yeah, yeah, John Party. He's he's a great vocalist, and he's he's a good entertainer, just like Jake Owen. So I loved it. She loved, yeah. Like yeah. so. Anyway, so the halftime show should be pretty good. Like I'll sit around, and I'll stick around for that because, you know, mm. if my Texas team's in it and losing, then let me just get a bed after halftime. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I don't man. know. I'm anxious right. to see though how Thank it's going to go. But yeah, so if you were wondering right. out there that you could get a ticket for fifty four hundred dollars. Yeah. You know where to go, well, SeatGeek.com. I would just go and enjoy the entertainment, like some of the stuff leading up to it. But, uh, well, listen, I appreciate it, Stephanie. We're about You're to welcome. talk some Aggies, so stick around. You can find out. they got a lot going on, a lot mm-hmm. of breaking news in Aggie land. But uh, thank you for, for that episode of Stephanie Sports Corner. <laughs> I felt like we got kind of a two-for-one type deal. You did. You did. So, well, y'all have a good evening. Okay. We <laughs> <laughs> y'all come why do people say that y'all, y'all come, come back now you hear but they just they won't they just say y'all come it's just yeah. interesting yeah i hear people say that all right uh we uh we're gonna have major aggie guest travis brown from the eagle they're in uh brian college station he is next 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Michigan State Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 1230 for the countdown to tip off. 1 p.m. tip off December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 7% for 72 months, 5,000 down. Cash or trade, TTL, extra seat dealer for details. Rug construction continues and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sale. Qualified buyers can get a 2016 GMC Terrain for just $214 a month or a 2016 GMC Sierra for $393 a month. Plus over 90 thirdly inspected pre-owned vehicles priced to sell. 100% approval is always their goal. Call now, log on now, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers. Our special cooking technique ensures great-tasting chicken and tenders. Plus, all the sides are prepared fresh each day. We take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com.
Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we've given him a little time to breathe, but then more news happens. It is Travis Brown from the Eagle in uh, Bryan College Station. And um, Travis, always great to have you on. Welcome back to the show. I mean, you've got people transferring left and right. you got a new offensive coordinator. I mean, it, it re- how's your offseason going? Pretty smoothly? Pretty uh, had, Have you had time yeah. to take a vacation yet? Yeah, I think actually you, you, that might be my new Twitter bio. The news happens. That uh, sounds like it should be pretty good. No, it's uh, it's been pretty busy down here. There's, there's been a lot of goings ons and uh, uh, a lot of people. We even had a, a player who uh, uh oh, Travis Brown, we're having some issues with a uh, with our connection. And um, it was a little wonky there. I don't know if uh, Travis may be trying to conduct the interview from. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on over at Texas A&M, so he may be over there, right in the middle of it right now. But we are endeavoring to uh, to have Travis back on. Um, since we last talked, Texas A&M uh, has hired an offensive coordinator, and it is former Kansas State quarterback Colin Klein. And he had been at Kansas State since the end of 2021. He'd taken over as the offensive coordinator um, and done a done a pretty nice job there. Um, in 2022, uh, they averaged 418.8 yards and 32.3 points per game, and Kansas State was 15th in rushing offense. Now, they weren't great in passing. Yeah, and this is, uh, okay, Travis has found higher ground. And um, Breaking news, my my, uh, my cell signal also went into the transfer portal. So you uh-huh. can add that to the list of everything, you know, going on down here in Aguilar. I think what I was saying before I broke up yeah. was the fact that we've had everything, including a player who uh, 
supposedly announced he was in the transfer portal on Twitter only to go on his Instagram and say that his Twitter was hacked and that he's in fact not going in the transfer portal. So we got everything going on down here. <laughs> I saw that. I, I saw the, the initial tweet and it was, there wasn't a lot of formality to it. It simply was the players saying, I'm going in the transfer portal. And I remember thinking, well, that's, he didn't really put much into that. And now he's come back out and said he was hacked. It does almost sound like a joke a teammate or somebody would play on you if you left your phone out and they knew how yeah, to get that, into it or something. Yeah. That would be the, the prank of the, the ultimate prank of 2023 is uh, just fake announcing your, your teammate thinking it fake announcing uh-huh. transfer portal for you. But it's not funny. I mean, it's kind of funny, but also it puts that player and the coaches and everybody in a panic, right? The fan base goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot going on now. Colin Klein, it looked like the Aggies were trying to get the LSU offensive coordinator. Their fallback is Colin Klein, but a very popular. I mean, this reminds me almost of when the Aggies ended up with Elko back in the day as defense coordinator. You remember there was like one coordinator they went after, but then they didn't get him, and they ended up with Elko. And obviously, I mean, I think that worked out, and, and now Elko's back as the head coach. What do you uh, what do you make of the Colin Klein? I mean, this is a guy beloved. He is an icon at Kansas State. So I think I think they are in a state of mourning. But I understand why he would do this. I mean, I at some point, you know, if he wants to be a head coach or whatever he's going to try to do, you know, it would probably be helpful to not just have your entire career at one school. Like it 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 might yeah. be good to go elsewhere and see what you could do. Um, how surprised are you that this is the direction they have gone? You know, I, I, I don't know if I'm totally surprised. I, I knew that they were wanting to go younger um, because if you look at the average age of the old staff, it was, uh, it was up there in years to bring a little bit of, of youthful energy and some new ideas into the offensive side of that uh, of the ball was, was key. A little bit interesting. They they went with Klein. I don't know how much his style fits the roster that they have now. Especially, you know, you look at just that Kansas State offense historically. Generally, they have some pretty complex run blocking schemes for that offensive line. And man, you, you got those big old mid uh, uh, midwestern mid mid American bruisers who get in there and and bowl people over and. I don't know if A&M has that right now, but I guess that is the, the glory of the transfer portal. You can bring in some of those guys and, and do that. But but I, I think it'll be a style of offense that really does complement a strong defense, a defensive head coach. It's it's usually can be a little bit uh, ball possession uh, and, and run some time off the clock, keep the other team's offense off the field and, give your, your defense a rest. And uh, he has uh, been historically good with his quarterbacks when he's worked with them about keeping their uh, interceptions down. I think they're like the second since, since 2017, when he started coaching, they have the, the, the second fewest interceptions uh, of any team in, in the country. So um, it fits really well with what's probably going to be a pretty defensive minded program under Elko. What do you what do you think the Aggies? What's the reaction been? You you are seeing I think about five players have departed today. 
I think I just saw recently another defensive lineman. You've been documenting all that. Um, what what do you think the? It seems like the Aggie faithful because this is a a big name. He was a great player. He was a Heisman finalist. I I would think they're okay with this. The LSU guy, they obviously LSU had a great season. That would have maybe been more appealing in some ways. But Colin Klein gives you a younger person, like you say, lots of energy and a solid individual. I mean, this is a uh, a great character guy. What what do you think the fan base? What have you been able to judge about how folks are reacting to this? Yeah, a Heisman finalist who lost out to one Johnny Manziel, the yes. the A and M former quarterback. So there's a little A and M tie there. Uh, you know, everything that I've seen so far on on the the the, the X sphere. I don't know if that really mm-hmm. flows off the tongue quite the same no. way, or the the message boards. It seems to be uh, decently positive. I think he is. Um, he, he's probably again not like the home run hire that that you would all the fans now want and expect but i i think he is is solid and the right fit for this program uh with probably what the the identity is going to be and i think everyone is is cautiously optimistic on on what that presents um you know the really the the, the interesting thing about it is most of these players that entered the portal lately have been um, it, mostly in part on the defensive side of the ball. And I think a lot of that comes from Elijah Robinson announcing that he's going to go up to Syracuse, which he was a big glue piece on that defensive side of the ball um, with some of those guys. But uh, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. They have 11 guys uh, so far that have announced their intent to transfer. Um, and so we'll see, uh, it, you know, if the, that's just guys testing the water or, uh, if those guys are actually intending to, to, to get out of College Station and find a new home. What do you think the Aggies are on the quarterback into this? Like, how active would they be in the portal? There are now, it appears, two uh, really talented K-State quarterbacks that are on the market. Um, and both, obviously, probably. Now, again, I don't know Howard got out of there before he knew anything about this Colin Klein thing. Avery Johnson has since announced after the Klein news has hit. Where's K- Where do you think A&M is quarterback-wise? Max Johnson has transferred out. Uh, that's not unexpected. Like, would they be interested, or are they feeling okay at quarterback the way things kind of ended they had a uh, interesting young quarterback who stepped in at the end and then of course they have their Wegman who's been injured where are the Aggies and what do you think their thoughts are quarterback wise yeah I, I think they're actually pretty set quarterback wise where they are they have Connor Wegman who you know if you want to look at his pro football focus grades he finished he played only played in four games but he was one of the top three best quarterbacks in the country uh, during those those first four games and I think everyone uh, thinks that his potential his ceiling is is like a first round draft pick so I think they're very confident in him being the guy moving forward then you have uh, Jalen Henderson, who was the transfer in from Fresno State, who will probably be the starter for the the Texas Bowl and finished out the season. Man, he for a guy who hadn't played much college ball in the three years he's been in college, he, he looks pretty good, and they they built a good play, game plan around him. He would be a solid 
backup, and it has been a solid backup option uh, for the Aggies. So losing Max Johnson really wasn't uh, much of a uh, – didn't turn many heads uh, in the Aggies. And then they have uh, the the now going to be rising sophomore Marcel Reed, who's on scholarship, um, who, who saw a little bit of action in cleanup duty this year. So they have three scholarship quarterbacks as long as no one else – transfers out I think you're in a pretty good spot there they might if they did bring in another quarterback it might be a transfer from a a lower mid-major that would just kind of push the competition kind of like what Henderson was thought to be heading into this season and turned out to be a pretty good hit if you can find another one of those guys who uh was probably going to be your four string guy but might push his way up the depth chart through uh through fall camp and through the season, I think that's the direction they would go if they uh, if they were gonna add another quarterback. If, if you're talking portal, though, it's it's gonna be all about offensive line and defensive secondary. I think when the guys that they're gonna really be targeting hard to bring in. Those those are hard to find in the portal. I would say O line can be one of the toughest. I mean, Baylor added a couple of starters and it just really didn't it didn't pan out. They've in the past they've done it and actually had some guys step in and do really well. But it's like there's there's other areas where there's more plentiful players that you can find, so it'll be interesting. Check on your K-State friends, Travis, if you have any. Uh, they are not happy right now. They're losing quarterbacks. <laughs> They've lost their offensive coordinator. They're mad about a basketball player. They're protesting who got in trouble, but the president they feel like has overstepped. So I would say the Aggies uh, have not – helped in this situation there's just a lot of unease unease in uh in what they call don't they call that like aggieville or something yeah it's 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 pretty pretty similar to uh the a&m culture up there from from what i understand they just need to bring bill snyder in you know things get crazy in k-state you just bring Mm -hmm. bill snyder in to do something and that kind of just levels the eases the, the the rough water so just let's Let's bring Bill Snyder in to have a good conversation. I think that'll that'll help things out, right? Well, when you meet with Colin Klein, don't hesitate to bring that Snyder angle up because he played for him, <laughs> and then he, he's kind of fueled his coaching career. And uh, they beat the Aggies. I was just reading that. I think in your story, in one of those years, what was that, around 2011 or 12? And, um, right. Uh, 53 to 50. Well, and- yeah. And Robert Cessna, my boss, he puts on a purple shirt, kind of looks like Bill Snyder. So maybe he'll he'll get confused and we'll get some scoops that way. I was talking to Bill Snyder. Yeah, I uh, I like that, the Cessna-Snyder angle. <laughs> you should sit him up there on the front row. I had a good visit with Snyder one time, and I said, well, how's your family, Bill, or whatever? And he said, well, I've got a – he's talking about his grandson or something. Yeah, he said, I've got a grandson, and he's really into drones. And and it was like when they were just starting to bring drones into practices a few years ago. This is about five or six years ago. And, and and Snyder starts telling me about like he's let his it's almost like he let his grandson bring a toy to practice. He said, "Yeah, I've been letting him come out there and fly this thing around at practice to see see what he can." And so I just I love the fact that Snyder and I were talking about drones and you could tell neither one of us knew anything about it what we were talking about <laughs> but it was just kind of it was funny to be talking to a 78 year old bill snyder about his grandson's uh drones now travis what what are the uh what are the ags up to 
hoops-wise. I mean, I've been caught up in Bearland, number six in the country. But the, the Bears and Aggies have been kind of right there together much of the season. They scrimmaged. Um, I, I, what, how is A&M looking? Are they continuing to improve? What, what is the, uh, how are they shaping up right now? Yeah, they're, they're leading the country in offensive rebounding, and that's been kind of the key to their uh, success so far. They're, I believe they're first in the country in offensive rebounds per game and third in the country in the amount of points gained off of second-chance opportunities. So that, that's been the way they've been able to, to, to win games. They, they lost Both of their losses so far this season have been uh, quadrant one losses per the, the, the net. That was to uh, FAU in the ESPN in Thanksgiving Invitational or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, and, and then the Virginia in the ACC-SEC uh, uh, tournament, whatever, the mm-hmm. challenge uh, last week. And so they're, they're finally hitting the part of their schedule where they have their guarantee games. They played, I think, what uh, last time I checked, it was like the 11th most difficult non-conference schedule in the, in the country so far. Um, they're they're uh, uh, going gonna get, to get, get some of those those gimme games uh, coming up here in the next uh, what, couple of days tonight. It's well tonight. It's DePaul who is not a uh, a great one. Is uh, Memphis actually this week and then Houston and after that is the gimme game. So it, it's just a tough schedule and they've they've been able to hold their own. Not a great shooting team so far, but they've been able to to counteract that with getting to the free throw line and offensive rebounds for second chance points. The, the big thing to watch moving forward is if they're going to get Tyrese boots Radford back. Uh, he's kind of had some kind of illness breathing problem that limited him in that FAU game. And he's been out the last two games. Uh, you know, of course he's a big part of their offensive production. So uh, interested to see if he'll, yeah. he'll be back tonight. I had some similar on the tennis court today. But I, it was not. <laughs> I, I just diagnosed it my myself. Um, real quick, what do you think of um, uh, your first moments around Mike Elko? You were at the big news conference. I could kind of almost tell where you were sitting back there, taking that all in. And I don't know what you did when they started swaying back and forth. You being a TCU Horn Frog, it's not like you jumped in the middle of that. But they started sawing off the horns at the uh, press conference, and then I think you all got kind of a follow-up session with Elko. What were your biggest uh, What were your biggest takeaways? What was your first impression of, of Mike Elko? And did it, did it just seem so different, like a, uh, way different than, like, you know, being around Jimbo? I mean, it's not totally fair because it always feels a lot different when you get a new coach in there. But what is the – what was your biggest takeaway from your first meeting with Mike Elko? The, the, the best way I've seen it described by even a few few other columnists and such around the around the state is that it, it seems like they got a guy in here for the first time since they've really been in the SEC. That it it it, it feels like the head coach isn't bigger than the program or the university. That he is pretty down to earth. He he's a he's just a guy that likes to coach and likes to go home and hang out with his family. Uh, I think I read a story from The Athletic a couple of years ago about him and his wife after all the games, just going to pick up a to-go pizza after all the games and take it home and, and relax with the family. And so kind of a, a, a real down-to-earth, uh, you know, blue-collar kind of feel um, that kind of harkens back a little bit to the, 
you know, the, the, the RC Slocum days, that's kind of the, 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 the pitch that they've been taking with this whole coaching search and this hires. They want to get back to find their next RC Slocum. And, and by all indications, it, it kind of feels that way a little bit. You know, it was one press conference. Uh, it was not a whole lot of a time with him, but it, it definitely feels like there's a little bit more, um, little bit more down-to-earth feel to, to everything. What did Jimbo do after games? Did he did he go get a steak or did I mean what 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 did he uh, what was Jimbo up to? You know, we 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 didn't really get that information while he was here. He wasn't a big uh, <laughs> wasn't a big guy to talk about his local eats in the uh, uh-huh. now. If you want to talk about like the 1970s Pittsburgh Pirates, he'd uh, he'd entertain that, but I don't not much about his uh, his post game routine. <laughs> See, I would have loved that. You that's one time you would have wanted me around because the We Are Family 79 Pirates uh he and I certainly could have bonded over that. That was uh that was my first team to fall in love with. Willie Stargell, mm. Dave Parker, that whole uh, Madlock, that whole team Omar Marino, uh Jimbo and I really could have bonded over that. Well, I, uh, I I think you're going to enjoy Elko, and uh, it'll be a, a little different feel to it. But uh, that that's interesting, and it does seem all about football. And one of the things he said is, let's stop talking about it and let's do it. And, and if you think about it, even at the start of Jimbo, it was like, oh, let's do this. And you had the story about the you know the championship uh, trophy. I mean, you know, there was just there was always something. Um, and, and so this guy does seem all about, uh, football and, uh, well, and, well listen, I, and I, made uh, a, oh, yeah. And has made a big push with the, uh, Texas high school coaches, which is something that was a mm. knock against Jimbo has been making his rounds with the, the local coaches, the high school coaches and the, the, the coaches association has, has mended some bridges there. So, uh, that's been the, another big key approach that's been different so far. Yeah, you may have heard Baylor did a little different than uh, Texas A&M. They they stuck with their coach who went one in seven at home. I mean, as bad as things have been for the Aggies, what'd they go eight and four this year or something? I mean, it's not, you know what I mean. It wasn't. Or how many games did they end up winning? Seven Six five. Or seven. Seven five. Yeah, seven games. The Bears went one in seven at home, and uh, and three and nine, and they just they, they just said let's run it back. Let's run this thing back with Dave this Aranda. This is what I was trying to think of. This is what I was trying to think of. Wasn't Aranda the guy that was uh, mentioned with Elko when that when he was hired as a defensive coordinator? Yeah, they probably – isn't that interesting? They, they probably did try to go after – and I don't know if he was at Wisconsin or already at LSU, but they probably – there is some kinship between Aggies and LSU – uh, are always trying to hire each other, and y'all had a, I think, an AD who went over there, and and everybody wants. I mean, in in the end, you would have wanted LSU to get Jimbo. Now that now that you look back, you know, at the time it seemed like some kind of huge victory or whatever. But uh, is that uh-huh. AD? Is that AD fine there? I just get the feeling that. I don't know. I just don't know about that athletic director at uh, at A and M. Like I, at A and M. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know if he if he feels like kind of damaged goods to me at this point. But maybe maybe he can kind of rally things. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he, he's made home run hires in all of the other sports 
say for football, but we all know that football is what, you know, writes the checks and what ADs are governed by or are judged yeah. by. And so uh, we'll have to see how this Elko thing works out. You know, he could. It, it's kind of one of those deals that right now with the, 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 the possible Stoops thing that happened and then going back to Elko and then Elijah Robinson going to Syracuse, you know, Things aren't necessarily on on the best feelings right now, but uh, you know, give it a, a season, and if Elko has them knocking on the playoff, it's going to look like like uh, he's a genius. That's just kind of how these things work. But um, yeah, he, he's done great from hiring perspective on baseball, women's basketball, volleyball, women's golf, mm-hmm. all, all of the other sports. Let's let's see if football shapes up to be the same way. All right, Travis. Good to visit with you, and uh, I will. Uh, I've discovered a couple more places since we last uh, dined together. A couple of new places. So if you make your way back for the holidays, you may want to check in with me. Okay. Okay, I like it. I like it. Let's let's put it on the calendar. All right. All right. Thank you, Travis. There he goes, Travis Brown from the Eagle in uh, Bryan College Station on the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN uh, Central Texas. As we continue on, we'll bring you the latest, get you caught up on some NFL nuggets, and uh, we've got uh, uh, a little bit more on the Cowboys and uh, their injury situation headed into the Eagles. That's all next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women off for finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC. GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive, Exit Waco. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. 
No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamore Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. Diamore Fine Jewelers at diamorefinejewelers.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. We do have some campus confidential. The show is flying by. Uh, That's a good guest right there, Travis Brown. Good Aggies information on that. And then uh, we're going to keep you updated. We've got all kinds of stuff kind of breaking here and there and everywhere. Juan Soto... Headed to the Yankees. Looks like the Yankees have given up any kind of pitching depth they may have had, but they do get someone that can, uh, you know, big time home run there. So that lineup now with Judge, uh, Soto in it, uh, Stanton. I mean, that's an interesting, interesting group. The um, I. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of impressive that this is happening, Aaron, because this is not a blue blood team. There was national news today. Paul Biancardi, who comes on with some with us sometimes and is the top preps writer at ESPN on TV, and he identifies like all the great recruits who either go straight to play pro or come to college. 
And in 2024 class, the number two prospect in the whole land, it's a guy, it's a point guard named Dylan Harper. And so about an hour ago, Dylan Harper uh, made his, he was the top uncommitted senior in the country, announced his commitment to Rutgers. Can you imagine, Aaron? I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know. That that coach's name, Steve Pakel, he chose he uh, chose Rutgers over Duke, Kansas, Indiana, and Auburn. He 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 joins a recruiting class that already included Ace Bailey, who is ranked number three in the ESPN hundred and signed with the Scarlet Knights during the early signing period last month. I. I just can't believe it. Like that, that's pretty. It's incredible to me. I mean, that they would have the best recruiting class in the country at Rutgers. I mean, it's it's honestly one of the great things about college basketball um, that you can be just awful at football. I'm talking about Rutgers. I'm not talking about our team because our team has been really good at times. But this is just fascinating to me, Aaron. Harper is a six foot five guard from Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey. That's right in the shadows of where Rutgers is. Um, I mean, it's just amazing. He's just, I just can't, I just, I, but I, they cannot have that much money. They cannot have that much NIL money. Now, he is the younger brother of former Rutgers star Ron Harper Jr who now plays for the Raptors. Now, their dad, of course, played for the Bulls, played for the Cavs back in the day, and was a really good player um, for uh, Illinois. I don't know how you don't get – how does one of Ron Harper's kids not go to Illinois? I mean, that's just shocking. Um, so Scarlet Knights have commitments from two of the top three seniors in high school basketball, and uh, – I, I mean, I, Aaron, we got to respect Rutgers. We got to look at Rutgers and go. They may be going into next season a top ten team with these kinds of uh, players. Now, there there are teams like USC that seem to do this on an annual basis Kentucky. and really don't end up amounting to much, right? Yeah, Kentucky had four, and Duke, Kentucky and Duke have had. Monster mm-hmm. classes the last two or three years. Every year, you know, it seems like they've got three or four of the top 50 incoming freshmen and hadn't done a lot for them. Yeah. I, I mean, as far as, you know, when Final Four is national championships, they're obviously making the tournament. Yeah. I, that, the, the guy for the Mavericks right now, that's shot. I mean, it's just amazing. Like, he's a good young rookie, Derek Lively the second, and he went to Duke. And I think he averaged six points a game for Duke last year. You never know. Like, I hope Eve Misi is is going to get another year. He's so young. He's extremely young. I mean, he was – when he first arrived on campus, I think he was almost – maybe still 17. Maybe he just turned 18. Um, but he's, he's extremely young. I'm really hoping Baylor can spend some NIL money and uh and keep Eve Meesey. But if he, he like against Seton Hall, 
he's so dominant, and he's such a great dunker and alley-oop guy. The other thing, Aaron, and this, this has come to mind, and we could talk more about this in Campus Confidential coming up, but did you happen to see Ojanwana last night? He Baylor's <laughs> Put it on the other floor. big. Huh? Yeah. Put it on the floor. Yeah, it takes like a jab step, and he goes to his left from 17 feet out, and he just takes the guy off the dribble. He took about – I mean, it wasn't like, oh, he just took one or two steps. Like, he dribbled the ball four or five times and and then dunked. Now, nobody came over to help the poor guy he beat off the dribble, but, like – I mean, every once in a while, you just got to remind yourself, well, Jean is an NBA player, too. Like, he, he may, he's not as raw. He doesn't have as much athleticism as Misi. But as we witnessed last night, may be more refined uh, on the offensive end. Now, we got to get Misi in the gym shooting those free throws. And I'm sure Jacus and Scott, Coach P., Tweedy, Tweedy was a good free throw shooter. I'm sure they're all working with him. Got to get him hitting some of those free throws because he is going to get fouled a lot, go to the line. But I don't, you know, I I don't know if I said this on the air recently, but I did, I think my man Drake, uh, he, he mentioned something on Twitter, and it was about, he brought up the, can, uh, the Kansas player as a bookie. Now, that Azubuki was on one of those teams. Drake would have been like a freshman at Baylor or something like that. But he was massive, and he was, by his by the last year or so, he was at Kansas. He was only there for maybe two years at that. But he, he did just dunk all over Baylor's head. Like one of those games, and I was down there, and Kansas and Baylor were like it was one versus two, and Azabuki was just impossible to stop. Like, Misi's not quite, like, he's he he's great. He's already, he is more athletic than Azabuki already. But Azabuki was a little more refined and then just had this massive size. So you could not body him. In fact, whether it was Gillespie or whoever it was, probably Freddie, it was just there was nobody that could body him up. Even Vital, who's stronger as an ox, but at only six five, of course he he couldn't he couldn't guard him either. So, but I mean, Misi kind of has that kind of presence, but I don't think it's everybody kind of thinks that Eve will play one year and be gone. I don't think so. I don't really think so, and and uh, like and you heard Fran talking about his family. His brother is like an investment banker somewhere, Boston or New York. The dad, the family is uh, extremely. Um, uh, I mean, just they, you know, they've done really, really well. So, I, I, I don't think he has to go to the NBA. I think I think Baylor could pay him and keep him around. I sure hope they do because. I mean, he and, and I again, I'm just enjoying all of it. Okay, let's get to Campus Confidential. We'll do it next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys.
Cowboys football 2023. Cowboys and Eagles Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Holiday gift giving is now upon us at Morrison Gifts. We want to give holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy special pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, Sweet Grace, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember free gift wrapping. Local delivery is available and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement. 
Again, if you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation, 254-415-4100, 254-415-4100, QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Aaron, it is Campus Confidential. And thanks to uh, listener Adam, who, uh, who told me, Aaron, to stop saying something. And I look back, and indeed, they, the, the, the people that are the parody-type sites on Twitter... They can now, you know, make their deal. And this is where it gets really tricky with the anybody can have the check mark and all that. But they did the whole on three, like graphic and everything. But Avery Johnson at K-State ha- is not planning to transfer. I, uh, I, Somebody had put it out there and it was getting passed around everywhere. And I totally saw it and was like, now, thank goodness, Aaron, I didn't um, – I did not retweet it or anything like that, but we were on – we were doing a segment, and it just popped on. And, of course, it looked like on three and everything. But a good reminder that uh, to check these things closely and see how many followers they have and all of that. So Avery Johnson, uh, and uh, thank you. Thanks to uh, our, our uh, listener, Adam, for setting me straight on that uh, in that regard and so Aaron it's still not a great day at K-State but not not quite as bad as it could have been all right what do we uh, what do we have in campus confidential we'll start with the shooting on the UNLV campus UNLV's basketball game at Dayton will not be played tonight because of this shooting earlier at the Las Vegas school multiple people were shot on UNLV's campus at least three victims were taken to the hospital, and police reported that the shooter was found dead. So at least it's not an active shooting situation anymore. Um, yeah, that is. I'm glad you. I'm glad you uh, have brought that to everyone's attention, Aaron. And um, and uh, yeah, that that started breaking a couple of hours ago, and um, uh, right around the the. Uh, outside the UNLV campus, outside the uh, uh, Juanita Greer White Hall there. And so, uh, boy, praying for everybody involved there. A scary deal. And and a suspect uh, is dead, um, according to uh, ABC News. So... Very uh, scary events going on at uh, UNLV. And as Aaron said, tonight's game between UNLV and Dayton will not be played as scheduled uh, due to the events on UNLV's campus uh, per a release. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you uh, 
up to date if uh, if we hear anything else as uh, as the reports continue to come in. Elsewhere in men's college basketball, the Big 12 with five teams in action tonight. The big game is the last game, I believe, in the Big 12 Big East matchup. And it will feature number 12, Texas, taking on number 8, Marquette. Texas on the road against their former coach, Shaka Smart. That's 7 p.m. tip on Fox Sports 1. Other Big 12 games tonight, UCF hosting Jacksonville. Number 3, Houston will take on Crosstown rival. I don't know about rival, but they'll take on Rice, who's pretty close to their school. Texas Tech hosts Omaha, and West Virginia will battle Pitt at 8 o'clock. ESPN two for that game. Yeah, I like the I like West Virginia and Pitt. That's kind of the backyard brawl, I think they call that. And uh, that's only about no West Virginia. Morgantown's about two hours, I think, outside of Pittsburgh, something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, take a uh, that, that's that's that that's a little bit. I may take a peek at that one. And and the while Houston will lay it on Rice, absolutely, Aaron. That is a you're right. That's a crosstown rival, always has been, and it goes back to the football days. And I don't know where Rice plays these days, but they used to play at Autry Court, and it was one of those old school type gyms, had a stage out there on it it was just kind of a a a real throwback Autry Autry Court always thought man I ought to go see a game there and for some reason the only rice game I ever saw was over at the Toyota Center and uh, Willis Wilson would have been their coach and it's probably why in the world would I have been attending a rice game in Houston I the only thing I can think of is that they were playing Baylor at the Toyota Center, and I decided to go to it. But I have some memory of attending an event like that. But uh, anyway, that uh, used to, Aaron, back when Rice was good at basketball. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you didn't that didn't happen much. <laughs> right. But it was like the SWC, everybody, and, of course, Arkansas and Houston had multiple. They had all great players. But every team had at least one superstar. And Baylor had Terry Teagle. And uh, and Rice had Ricky Pierce. TCU had um, Daryl, oh, oh, Carvin Holcomb. And then they had a guy named Browder. And then uh, anyway, they but every every SWC team, uh, SMU uh, was just they had Cato Armstrong, Carl Wright, and then later Carlton McKinney, Eric Longino, and John Koncak, and all those guys. But the '80s, late '70s, and early '80s SWC basketball was just like beyond belief. Texas A&M had Winston Cripe. Um, even and even when they were bad, Winston was just awesome. And one of those years, they won. They beat the Bears to win the SWC tournament, and they were the last. There was let's say there were eight schools by then, eight or nine schools in SWC, and they were the last ranked team. They and the last seed, and then they won the uh, the SWC tournament. All right, sir. What else do you have? 
College football news, Texas A&M set to hire Kansas State offensive coordinator Colin Klein for the same role under new coach Mike Elko. Sources told ESPN since the start of the 2022 season, Kansas State ranks 20th nationally in scoring in 2022 when Kansas won the Big 12. The offense finished in the top 10 in school history in 11 different categories. Offensive line coach Connor Riley expected to be the top candidate to replace Klein, a source said. The 25th-ranked Wildcats have a bowl coming up against number 18 NC State, the Pop-Tarts Bowl on December 28th in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> With an edible mascot, by the way. Don't forget that. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't an either. Edible. It sounds creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds actually, really... it sounds unhygienic. I'll put it. Yeah, you don't want people trying to eat a mascot. <laughs> I this doesn't doesn't make sense. Um I, Aaron, I, somebody was saying they were the different, and I bet I would imagine Cam and Drake, I don't know, they didn't really grow up on Pop-Tarts quite like we did. Right. Maybe they did. But, I mean, like, we, our parents, <laughs> when was, they didn't want to, you know, when they didn't have time to make breakfast, you just put it in the toaster. Yeah. And you had a Pop-Tart before school. Now, I the, the brown cinnamon, whatever that, the brown... I was not a strawberry guy. I See, like I this. Yeah. Oh, you like the strawberry pop tart? Yeah. It, back when they only had three flavors, that was my favorite. Now they got. Well, there was different. chocolate. There was like a. There was a chocolate. There was a strawberry, and what was the other? Like a cinnamon type. Cinnamon, deal, or yeah. White, yeah. And then I think the fourth one to come out, which has been a long time ago, but it was like a blueberry, and then uh, since then they've expanded the line, kind of like Oreos in every flavor you can imagine. <laughs> What was your cereal of choice? My cereal of choice was Lucky Charms. I loved the marshmallows and because I, I liked regular cereal. It didn't have to be super sweet. Yeah. But I liked that combination of just like regular unsweetened cereal along with the marshmallow. See, I like the Frosted Flakes. Got too soggy for my taste. Yeah, I didn't mind them though, especially frosted or if you had corn flakes, you'd have to put the sugar in with it. You know, to kind of sweeten that up a little bit. I didn't mind the Rice Krispies at all. I liked the sound they made. <laughs> yes. Um, and and then uh, tell you my least favorite. I I don't. I'll tell you this. I kind of like those Fruity Pebbles. I did not, and maybe it was just because you got like a. They I don't know if they put something in them like a, a prize or something or a toy, but that was the Flintstones mm-hmm. type stuff. Fruity Pebbles. I, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind the Fruity Pebbles. What were you going to say? What did you hate? Oh, uh, my dad was my dad loved Grape Nut for some reason, which is like chewing yeah. gravel. Even when you put uh, sugar on it, it wasn't good. I yeah. just never understood it. But yeah. he loved it. So I, that's what we I had for did develop a taste at some point. I wouldn't do it anymore. But the che- um, ch- check mix, what do you call that? Mm-hmm. The, che- the, the, the check something. Checks, um, the cereal, checks. and then they use yeah. it for the checks mix. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I would, and I would do both. Now, when I get a check mix for Christmas, or somebody gives me some, I pick all that out, and I'm just looking for the nuts. I'm looking for the cashews or or some good options there, or whatever kind of flavored uh, nuts they put in there. It's probably what I go with. This is very important information. <laughs> uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet pays a lot to, to have these kinds <laughs> of conversations. 
Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Clay. Everybody out there at Jim Turner Chevrolet is kind of like, hey, we like cereal talk. Um, okay, Aaron, do you have another one? Yeah, um, a big game in women's college basketball tonight, number four, Iowa, on the road to take on Iowa State. Iowa's All-American Caitlin Clark needs 22 points to become the 15th player in the NCAA era to reach 3,000 points. That game is a 6 o'clock tip on ESPN2. Um, okay, and, and this will be... This will be interesting because who now, who'd you say this is Iowa and is are they at Iowa State tonight? Yes. Only okay. favored by 13 and a half. I heard them. I know, but who beat them? Didn't K-State beat them earlier this year? Yes, I believe you're correct. I'm, I I Yeah, 77-70. Yeah, I I would watch out here. Like Iowa State has a great women's basketball environment. Like I, I love. I think Iowa State fans. Now they're you know K State men's basketball is a bigger deal. Like last night, that student section, they were great. They're not as good as Fog Allen, but they're great. Pretty awesome last night. That looked awesome, and Jerome jumped up there with them. But the Iowa State crowd for women's basketball. There's just something about the Midwest that they support. They're better at supporting women. Like, I'm not saying there aren't great teams at South Carolina. Baylor's had great teams over the years. UConn. But, like, even that crowd at Nebraska, Aaron, when they played volleyball. You remember, they didn't they have, like, 100,000 people show up or something insane like that? Like, they're, they love women's athletics and i and i really appreciate that about them like wisconsin volleyball or and things like that or 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 nebraska, nebraska volleyball yeah but they 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 support women's athletics and i really again we do a pretty good job of it in texas but not i mean not anything like that not quite to that effect who has the best women's I, at times, I guess it's been Baylor. I'm just trying to think who has the best women's fans in the state. Just flat out, they show up for women's hoops or women, you know, uh, women's games. Texas, maybe over the years, Texas has had some great crowds. I would say right now, you'd have to say Texas, followed by. Baylor, oh, oh! I, fa- I saw something last night, Aaron, on the girls, on, on women's basketball. TCU's pretty good. Like, they they're, they flipped their team. You know how horrible they were for several years? They, I, don't, I forget who they hired, but I started checking out. I was like, golly, one girl had 29, and another young lady had uh, 25 in the game. And so I was like, because Jaden Owens is on their team, the former Baylor. She's a starting point guard. She had 11 assists last night. And I just I wanted to look it up and go, like, who are these people? And they're all Pac-12 transfers. Oregon, Arizona, um, UCLA, like every one of them. Like, and I'm talking star players. One, one of the women was from or- – she transferred from Oregon, and she was from Liberty Hill, Texas. Six seven, 
She had 29 and 10. Or, tw- yeah, like 29 and 10 last night. I mean, that is, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if we're prepared for TCU to be good at women's basketball, but I'm afraid that has happened. All right, Aaron, do you have one more? Are we good? I do have uh, one more real quick. Okay. College basketball, pretty big story. Texas and Oklahoma have agreed to extend their historic rivalry game at the Cotton Bowl through 2036. Even people like me that don't like either one of those schools, pretty happy about that. It should be played there, and I I like watching that game as it is right now, and it's going to be there for a while. As part of the deal, the city of Dallas has agreed to an estimated $140 million renovation of the aging stadium, which opened in 1930. Wow. I mean, I, you know, you always hear about these huge renovations, Aaron, and, and, and then you're like, well, wait, what'd they do? Like you get to the stadium and the leg room's still awful. <laughs> right. And the seats are still awful. And you're just like, and it's like, what'd they spend the $140 million on? And it's probably like some suites or something, like maybe another concession stand. Like it's not. It's never anything that you're like, oh, wow, the Cotton Bowl's great now. Never anything like, that makes your experience better. No. I mean, maybe paint, maybe paint the seats. I love it. I would hate it if they took it out of that place. But, I mean, like, it's a dump. But I also like going to see games at the Coliseum because there's so much history there in Los Angeles. Is it a dump? Yeah. Yeah, it, it totally is. I mean, it's just hard. The only great old dumpy place where they've done a gorgeous renovation I've ever seen is like Lambeau. Lambeau still has all the history, but they they got it updated and it and it's pretty nice. But it's still Lambeau, still Lambeau. You know, so they did it. They really did it the right way. It's hard to get one of those right, especially when you have a massive football stadium. You just can't. $140 million literally is like a paint job or like a video board or something. All right. It's, um, it's the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. As we continue on, we'll do Baylor basketball at 520. Pete Souza, who called the game last night with Fran Fraschilla. It'll be fun to talk to Pete. That's coming up. We'll get you caught up, though, next on Cowboys-Eagles. We get closer to a huge Sunday night game that is next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily, and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary.
Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> a Central Texas tradition since 1898. Leard's Furniture and Appliance usually saves customers hundreds on their purchases. They feature a nice selection of products from outstanding manufacturers like Lazy Boy, Ashley, Flex Steel, Simply Amish, and Sealy Betty. Leard's Furniture and Appliance also offers free delivery and installation. Plus, if you need financing, they can offer plans to meet your budget. Located on the Courthouse Square in Gatesville, Leard's Furniture and Appliance. Check out their inventory today at LeardsFurniture.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Corio Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedics can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Built to do more for less. That's the way we roll. With our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder. For as little as $2.99 a month, take care of landscaping, gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are valid now through December 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. 
Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. We'll have Eagles-Cowboys talk. We'll also talk about Baylor uh, coming up. And uh, Pete Souza, he did the game last night. And um, we'll look forward to getting to visit with him. He did the Baylor game on ESPN2 with Fran Fraschilla. Fran knows everything about every player and where the player went to high school and who the player's grandfather was and where he may have played. And so Pete did a nice job. Fran is someone who likes being kind of set up, and and uh, we love Fran. But, uh, you know, Fran, Fran kind of likes somebody to set the table for him, and uh, Pete did a great job of that. And they had a nice pairing and sounded really good. And, and Pete also brings great energy. He's also an Eagles fan, but you can forgive him for that uh and uh we're gonna we're gonna let him say his piece though because this is huge eagles looked horrible the other day they got completely outclassed by the 49ers they've now brought in Shaq leonard they've uh they've had to make some moves i i did think aaron that was one of the dumbest things i've i've heard and there are a lot of dumb things on uh tv and some of these debate shows and all but this wasn't even really a debate show this was kind of like a supposed to be like an nfl network type informative program where they kind of talk about some different topics and it came from david carr the older brother of Derek carr who tried to make the argument that he thought the eagles would function better right now with Mariota at quarterback rather than Jalen Hurts, and that he thinks Jalen Hurts a little banged up, let him get right, but he just thinks right now, all things being equal, this is not even about an injury, he thinks that offense would run better with Mark, with, with Mariota. First of all, it's just, like, disrespectful. Like, you would never say that. Who would ever say that about Mahomes? If Mahomes was pretty much healthy, you would never say whoever the backup quarterback. Well, Hertz is coming off like the most amazing season last year. I mean, he's led the team to what a ten and two record this year. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's been amazing. Like, how, how do you how do you go public with something that idiotic? A take like that. Um, I mean, Mariota has had you know chances at other places you know he's been with two other teams he's now kind of a journeyman backup and he's maybe a serviceable backup but to suggest that the offense would function better with him is just it again I've never thought of David Carr as being someone who just tried to say crazy stuff Aaron we know people that do some of that um <laughs> I say crazy things, but not ever. I mean, I just kind of, I'm just trying to uh, entertain you guys and maybe, maybe get a laugh or two. I, yeah. I when it comes to like opinions, and again, there's opinions y'all will disagree with, but we don't just like make something up to be stupid or to try to get clicks or something. And that was B 
beyond stupid. Um, to claim that the Eagles should go with with Mariota, <laughs> I just didn't ever even understand it. Like it's like he, I almost thought he like wandered off and started saying things he didn't mean, and then decided to double down. You know how people can do that sometimes, Aaron. It's like you maybe feel you don't feel great about your opinion, but then people challenge you on it, so then you dig in even more. I I don't know if that's what happened, but it was bad. It it was uh, I I was um, first of all, Aaron. I hadn't even heard from David Carr in forever. It's it's kind of sad that the the first time we hear from David Carr in a long time is with this bad of an opinion. Yeah, I can really I can safely say that even though I've had some really really bad sports opinions, I've never had one that terrible. Like he was just being talked about for the MVP before uh-huh. the San Francisco game. That's cooled off a little yeah. bit. But look, there's not a sports franchise that I dislike more than the Philadelphia Eagles. Probably. That being said, he's been not just good; he's been amazing this year. He has been incredible all year. Yeah. And that's playing through an knee injury. We don't know how bad it is, but we do know that's why yeah. he's not running quite as much. Is because he's he's playing through an injury. Yeah. To, it's just that's right. It's an absurd yeah. suggestion. If you want to say it about like Zach Wilson <laughs> or somebody from the Jets, then by all means, or Chicago or some of these really bad teams, you want to say, well, I think they'd be better off with so and so. Well, that's fine, but have some common sense and don't get caught up in that deal. But again, he's made he had America talking last night. But I mean, you really don't want that kind of attention you don't want to get dunked on that badly um all right uh we got a lot going on uh we do have pete souza who's gonna uh join us and uh, local tv personality and uh and he's really becoming a big time play-by-play guy both football and basketball he did the baylor game last night let's have him on he's also an eagles fan Uh, He'll join us next. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Michigan State, Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off, December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Drop it off in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck right there on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute these toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at Imperial Drive in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. You never 
Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays, but have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, well, we're getting you ready for major Cowboys, Eagles. We've had some Baylor talk today. And uh, Pete Souza joining us now. And uh, Pete was on the call last night for... Uh, Baylor over Seton Hall, and the Bears looked good. Seton Hall made a little bit of a run in the second half, but the Bears pulled away. Pete, it was great. It was really, it was just kind of nice to see you right there, ESPN2, the country. Got to listen in <coughs> to Pete Souza, and you guys sounded great, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, man, thank, thanks for having me. I don't know what I like more, the uh, 
the Smaltz's ad or the Naughty by Nature song that I heard before we got to yeah. the segment. But I'm pretty. I love Smaltz's. Love it, and I love Naughty by Nature too. So I'm I'm ready to rock and roll. I mean, they probably, you know, they don't have the cheesesteak that you're used to. I don't know if you've ever been able to find a cheesesteak. Now, were you a Geno's guy or what's no, the? No, uh, my favorite place is is close. You know, I grew up outside of Philly. Like I, I went to this place called Archbishop Carroll, which is like we played in the Philadelphia Catholic League. So I was like right on the brink of the city. But there's a place called Conestoga Pizza that's right by Villanova University that was my family's go-to. I mean, my my parents used to write used to write checks there in like 1977, you know, right when I was born. That's right when they moved to Philadelphia. That's how long ago it was. But yeah, that's, and it's kind of just regular American cheese um, on the steak. The bread has a lot to do with it, like a lot to do with it, right? That's that's my belief in the, uh, in, in the magic of the cheesesteaks in that area. Yeah, so did you grow up uh, a Nova fan? Uh, and uh, and were you were you suffering when you saw them uh, have that last second loss to uh, K State last night? Well, I was suffering because we were supposed to start our broadcast right at eight oh five, and then yes. I was like, and then it, you know how that goes, Matt. They kind of you re you revamp the whole broadcast on the fly, which is fine. I mean, uh, but it's uh, yeah, I was like. I was thrown for two loops. One, Villanova had blown it. We were going to overtime. And two, then they did blow it. Uh, yeah. And then it was cool, though, to do a little segue that, hey, here's Jerome Tang, part of this Baylor basketball coaching tree. And they just pulled off a magnificent win for their program. And now here we are. Here's the godfather, Scott Drew, and his Baylor team. And yeah. at this point, I think they had about an eight-point lead. And that's one of the things – and just being with with Fran Priscilla, right, uh, for for the better part of the day, and talking about Baylor basketball and the program twenty years ago, twenty one years ago, and where the program is today, and we know the culture is the most overused word in sports, but at the same time, it's undeniable what they have going on at Baylor. Just being at the practice, being around Coach Drew. It, it's just, it's different. And Ray J Dennis had the quote that I love and I got to experience it yesterday, just being a practice, you know, just being there. Um, and he said, you know, everybody talks about culture, uh, especially when they're recruiting you at the transfer portal, but when it's right in front of you, you can feel it. And, you know, that's why he came to Baylor. And that's why if you're just within arm's length or uh, of that team and that whole environment, you can feel it. I mean, it's different. Scott Drew's different. He, yeah. he operates with an energy of gratitude, right, and that culture of joy. And it doesn't end with him. It ends with the last guy on the bench, right, Austin Sachs. And you can you can just feel it being around that program. And it's very clear. Not only do they have something so special off the floor and in the locker room and with the coaching staff and with the fans in the school, but, I mean, they're, you, you see, they're 11 deep, man, and we're talking about 11 really, really good players. Yeah, it it is uh, good, and it was interesting to see Ray J and his game matched up with Richmond for Seton Hall. He was obviously their best player, and he had a nice post-up game and could do some good things. So I'm glad that game was at least somewhat competitive for a while, and uh, and you and you and uh, Fran didn't have to get off into storytelling mode, although Fran can do that. Uh, 
Boy, I bet Fran's body language was not great, though, when he knew the national audience wasn't with him from the start, okay? I mean, it was ESPN3. And Fran, then suddenly, when you brought the wide audience in, now those of us that have the ESPN app, we were already with you. Don't worry. But um, if you tried to watch that overtime game, though, it really was. I was trying to do both and go back and forth at the first, and it was 10-9 to 9 when you brought everybody else in or something like that. It is crazy yeah. how you can – there's a, a lot of back and forth that can happen right at the first of a game, and uh, yeah. and that was all that was all taking place. But you're right; that's a good. It's a good. It's a good group. But what, what's crazy is that they can maintain the culture while bringing so many new players into it. I mean, with Messi, with Jacoby Walter, Ray J. I mean, you know, you. It's one thing to kind of talk about, but when you bring, I don't know, four, five, six new players into it. Um, including the freshmen and the transfers, that's not easy. I mean, you know, those things aren't always smooth. Yet this, I guess, you have to know what you're looking for. And Ray J could have gone to, I think it was Illinois. None could have gone. Actually, none was. Uh, which one is from Michigan? Is that none? Is that Jay None? Yeah. Well, none is he, from Flint, Michigan, and he's a transfer yeah. from BCU. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, he's yeah. from Michigan. Yeah, I bet they. That's right. I think Michigan was after him, and uh, Illinois was after Ray J. So for Baylor to get and those Jacob guys, Walter, that's a guy that could go anywhere, and he is—he does—he's got no ego. I mean, you got a guy who's going to go six in the draft or higher, more than likely, right? I'm not the expert, but that's what they're saying. Guys around the NBA that we had a chance to talk to last night that were there, 17 scouts are there. You know, more than likely to see Jacoby Walter, and he is. Got no ego, which, I mean, that is that is the most Scott Drew thing ever, right, to have a guy like that. And it hasn't always been the case, right? Baylor's, you know, you get some guys there that have egos. That's that's just how it is. But he is a specific, uh, unique individual in the sense that he's a lottery pick, no question, and probably top 10, top 6, top 5. And he's uh, after the game, all he wants to do is talk about his teammates. And he's the guy that, got saddled with two fouls early in the championship game in the NIT against Florida. And he, he spent all but two minutes on the bench in the second half of that game in Brooklyn. And he was the loudest cheerleader yeah. on the bench. And it's people, you know, those scouts, and I got a chance to talk to Fran about this a little bit before the game. You know, they talk to Fran at the games and, you know, they want to know, Hey, what's he like? What's his body language like? And Fran's like, it's just so easy and so great to talk about how wonderful of a kid this is. Uh, you know, it just makes – it's pretty easy and it feels good to talk about how good of a man Jacoby Walter is. And, I, I man, this is uh, this is pretty exciting. This is probably one of the best Baylor teams. That, you know, we're talking about a team that won a national championship at this point in the year um, and the, as, as deep a team as there's been in a while. Yeah, we'll have to watch uh, Pete Souza joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas We'll need to watch Texas and Marquette. I want to see where the Longhorns are. I mean, that's a team, yeah. you know, right down the road. Need to see where they are. But Kansas, Houston, Baylor, right in there together. And it's Fran's big point this season. And, of course, if you watch a lot of Baylor like I do, you hear kind of all Fran's stuff. Fran's on a lot of games. And so you kind yeah. of hear a lot of the stuff. But, man, he knows all these players, and he knows – Bill Self, and he has huge respect for him. But he's right about 
Kansas just doesn't go that deep. Now, who knows? They may be in the Final Four. I mean, they could be. Yeah. But they don't strike me. They got one great, you know, Hunter can score. I mean, they got a point guard who's not really a scorer. Um, K.J. Adams is not a scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Dewan Harris is is not a scorer. K.J. Adams is an exceptional athlete. But, like, you know, who's your go-to guy? And Kevin McCuller is a guy that he's playing out of his mind right now. But can he keep it going? He's not like a shooter. I mean, that's one of the reasons – a lot of people say he ended up back at Kansas because he didn't have the best year shooting last year. Um, so that'll, you know, if he's going to turn a corner this year, we're, we're about to find out. He's a great player, incredible defender. Uh, so we'll, we'll find out about him. But you're right. I mean, with Baylor, you, you've got, you know, Miro Little, who would start on 300 teams in the country, who, who doesn't play too much because Ray J. Dennis is that good. And now the competition only gets, it only increases, right? You got Michigan State, you have Duke, uh, then you get a little bit of a breather with Mississippi Valley State and Cornell for Baylor. We're talking about, and then now you're 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 in the thick of the Big Twelve. Yeah, did they tell you all before that game? I didn't. I didn't. You may have addressed this with Chama Chachua. Um, I mean, I know the role he's playing now. He's kind of a big brother, and he's a mentor and all that. But he's he's also still can he actually can shoot threes, and he could help you on the floor some was he were they were they holding him out last night or was that uh they just chose he didn't get in i mean because grimes didn't play uh jtt i i because again us joining that game in progress i didn't really totally have a sense of like who was being held out for whatever reason john which i missed one game i think they sat him out you know just to be cautious or something but i i assume last night they just didn't they just didn't see there wasn't a time to put him in perhaps we had nobody gave us like any kind of official word on that, right? And okay. it was one of those things where he came out to warm up. And, you know, we know after that debilitating injury and just yeah. being around Baylor this year and watching him, he's almost like uh, it's not fair to call him this because the guy's a monster, but it's almost like the Tin Man, right? You got to he has to get oiled up. I mean, he he was out there last night, ninety minutes before the game. Uh, I mean, shirt off you know, and Adonis just running up and down the court, sweating, getting a workout in. And it wasn't one of those inactive workouts. You know, as I've been told, that's what he does to get ready to play now, right? Because he's still kind of, you know, coming back from that injury. So I expected to see him play at some point. I mean, he looked very healthy before the game. He did not play. And by the time we sort of picked up on it and noticed, wow, he hasn't been in the game, Baylor was, was rolling. Uh, and especially with the way that, that Misi was playing. And yeah. So it was it was almost like, hey, maybe we have, the, you know, I don't know. And I, I didn't talk yeah. to Coach about it, but it was almost as though, hey, maybe this is an opportunity where we can give him rest. Yeah, maybe. I, I uh, It's got to be strange um, to have this situation because last year he came back and, yeah. and uh, unbelievably – and then Ojanwana lost time, like he ate up other people's time because he was he was came back as a three point shooter and was ready to impact the team. And honestly, these bigs are so good right now with uh, Misi and Ojanwana and Loners playing really well. Uh, yeah. And Bridges, you got too you got too many front court players. It's a good problem to have. I knew Scott. He's not wired to play 11 guys. Like, it's just not in him. I mean, coaches can talk about that and say they want to do that, and they get in a game, and you just can't. Like, you 
you, you yep. I mean, eight, eight is where you're probably most comfortable, maybe nine. And I even looked, and Miro got two minutes in that game last night. So I don't want to get too much in the weeds. I would say, Pete, Ojanwana, I mean, I think that caught everybody, including Fran, who's seen as much Baylor basketball <laughs> as anybody, by surprise when he's 17 feet out and he puts that little jab step and he, yep. t- and he goes to his left and he, he uses the dribble to explode into that dunk. I mean, that, that's kind of like, that was a wow moment, I thought, including, and also Eve's dunk, uh, the alley-oop. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can throw it too high for Eve. No, you I can't. Mean, that, yeah. And we've talked to people at Baylor, and Pat Nunley told this story. I heard it on Saturday. He told it on the radio broadcast. But that as far as the, 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 the reach, right, how high up, that Misi gets when he jumps uh, for his vertical, that's the high. His ability to reach is the highest, four inches higher than any Baylor player that has been measured by Charlie Melton on Baylor's you know strength and conditioning staff in 19 years. So we're talking about uh, it's scary. Like you said, you can't throw it too high, and that has got to be intimidating for the opposition. And you're right when you talk about Ojamuna and that <laughs> he's showing ability almost 20 feet from the hoop to lose. Uh, a smaller opponent and get the bucket and jam on him. There's a lot. And that's another thing, too, with Baylor. And, again, this is the last thing we'll say, getting too deep in the weeds. But, you know, they do that play off the tip, right, uh, where yeah, they try yeah. to get an alley-oop. Yeah. Well, being at Seton Hall's practice where they successfully get an alley-oop, you know, if people don't know Baylor starts the game, you know, with that jump ball, they've been able to get a tap and, and get Misi a dunk off a lob, uh, off a beautiful play design by Scott Drew. Well, Seton Hall yesterday – was spent probably, I don't know, five, eight minutes during their shoot-around preparing for that. Now, that just gives you an idea. That's one more thing that a team has to prepare for playing Baylor. And now you have one more thing, like Ojamuna outside at the top of the key almost, being able to jab, step, and dunk on people. There is a lot to wrap your mind around as an opponent getting set to play Baylor. And, you know, the next opponent doing that is, is Michigan State, which is – a real good Power Five program, and after that, it's Duke. So I'm I'm super excited to see how things shape up. And by the way, Foster Pavilion, man, we're it seems like you know there was a little bit of skepticism about that place if it's going to open up on time. But I mean, it seems like we got the green light. They're playing basketball in there January second. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's like a last minute for a party or something. Like they're going to be trying to <laughs> paint stuff like right before they take the yeah. court. Uh, it could, you know, but it, it's looking good. I mean, our man, J-Mo, John Morris has done a lot of reports. He goes over there yeah. in his hard hat. I think he loves putting that hard hat on. And I, I think it's a little much that he wears a tool belt during those reports. But he puts well, he his tool belt on. He's a man in showbiz, so he needs to wear that hard hat. Yeah, yeah. The man does not like to miss a game. Uh, and uh, so, as you well know, and uh, but yeah, he likes to kind of get in there and, and do that. And I like the guy he talks to. Uh, it's funny, I will never recognize that guy. He's like head of projects <laughs> or something for Baylor without his uh, yeah. goggles on, you know, like I exactly. <laughs> you can walk right past in the HUB and you wouldn't know. Yeah. They, hey, they told me the, um, the priest for Seton Hall was very active, working the officials. I mean, uh, like getting after it over on the sideline. This was not Sister Jean, uh, no. you know, like, like we used to see with Porter Mosier. I mean, and by the way, I looked up the other day. She's 104 years old now. Whoa. Yeah, yeah there, there are Porter Mosier tells some incredible stories about that run 
uh, at Loyola Chicago and her being there. And she had quite, she had quite the personality. I mean, she yeah. wasn't afraid of the spotlight, right? But yeah. by the way, I'm Catholic, right? Raised Catholic. The yeah. two Catholic priests, uh, Father Rob Hagen at Villanova, and I don't know the priest's name last night from Seton Hall, but they're they're old for their last two uh, at the Farrell Center. And we're talking about some pretty big losses. I, if you remember, in 2021, uh, Villanova got thumped at the Farrell Center and then Seton Hall the same. So, you know, much to their chagrin and working the refs. I know my friend Father Rob at Villanova. He doesn't work the refs, but he, last night Seton Hall's guy was, but to no avail. Who I wonder who our Baylor. I mean, we got that Weeby. I like him, and then we got somebody named. Uh, oh, I heard isn't it Brewer? I think we've got a couple yeah. of pastors sitting around over there. Um, but I've, yeah. I'm afraid they're like non-denom guys. I mean, I think they're kind of. <laughs> I'm afraid they're not even Baptist. They're just kind of going off to a Bible church. I'd like to know more about them because the priest. That's what I like about a Catholic priest. You know, you always know they got the collar on. Uh, yeah, you know exactly yeah. where they are and who they are. Yeah, I saw a movie the yeah. other day, and in, in the in the uh, it was supposed to be like a Baptist church. In the past, the Baptist the pastor was wearing a white collar, and I was like, okay, whoever did did this film did not. By the understand. way, you're out on it. The credibility's destroyed. Yeah, yeah, you can't have a Baptist uh. pastor like up there in a <laughs> collar like that, and they're not doing the intinction. They're not using wine or anything like that. They're doing the the grape juice. I mean, you can't be wearing the white, the white, yeah, the white collar. But uh, uh, anyway, now what do you think about uh, uh, this this big matchup? Eagles coming into town, and Pete Souza is joining us. And for people that don't know, he is from the Philadelphia area, and uh, or how do y'all say it? Like Fran does that thing where he doesn't say area; he says area, area. Philadelphia area. The only I'll lose you guys when I start talking about water. Because that's how we yeah, say yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is can funny. Do that and... I, I was, I don't have like too. Much, I mean, and luckily, I really can't write within the line of work I do. But I don't have too many of the accents. But it is hilarious. You'll, I'll talk to people uh, from the area where I grew up, and they're oh, it's 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 water, and you know, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's tournament. Uh, it's it's funny, but I, I am tournament. excited tournament yeah. for, for this game. But I'm I, I got to be honest, I'm. I'm I'm terrified as well. I I think the Cowboys are peaking. I think the Eagles have come back come back down to earth. And here's the thing. I, I appreciate like what you would call quote unquote a good loss that kind of gives your team, shakes them up, gives them perspective. The Eagles at ten and one, I think their record was not quite an indication of really how good they were. Maybe I, I don't know if overrated. You know, they were ten and one. But I think it's good to kind of get them shaken up and have that loss last week against San Francisco, maybe to get their attention. But when you're looking at, I think home, home field advantage is just so important, right? So losing that game to San Francisco last week for, for the Eagles is a real come down. And this game against the Cowboys now on the road on a Sunday night is it's not a must win, but I mean, if you're really talking about the Super Bowl. I always believe that home field advantage is so important, especially in a place like Philadelphia where the weather is cold around that time of year. You're playing outdoors. You're playing on grass. And at the end of the day, Matt, you only have to win. I say only, but you win two games and you're in the Super Bowl. Uh, you, you fall down to that three seed or you, you get kicked around maybe to the fourth seed, which won't happen to Philadelphia, but you don't want that long road to hoe. Uh, you want to be able to, 
win two and get to the Super Bowl. That's uh, that to me is just a great position to be in. And you know, if 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 you if you really want to be there and you're the Eagles, you got to win Sunday night. And that's a scary environment. And the Cowboys are playing so well. Cowboys do not lose at home, and there'll be a few Eagles no, fans who show up. But they've was, had 14 yeah. straight wins at home. I don't know how this happened. And and I there's there may be a good loss, but there's also like a good win, close win. I think they finally got challenged by Seattle. I think that was good that they were in a game and they were down 28-20. And watch the situation. Mike McCarthy, appendicitis, emergency surgery today. He's going to try to be back out there, but that's you just I mean these these are these are like, you know, we talked about well-oiled machines. I mean, these are yeah. creatures of habit, right? These players, and when you don't have the head coach there for two or three days of the week, I mean, it can kind of throw you off a little bit. So we'll see. I, I, I mean, 100%. I think, uh, and I think, and I, I read that today, and like, you know, Eagles Cowboys rivalry, okay, but that's, you know, it's heated, and but that stinks. I, I feel terrible that that he's going through that, and of course, you think about his family, and you just hate that. But then you also think. Man, I think is that aggressive that he thinks he'll be back by Sunday night? Is that mm-hmm. even possible? Like, do you even want to do it's? Yeah, so like you said, it does kind of shake up uh, mm-hmm. the environment. Getting ready for a huge game like this. Cowboys are a three and a half point favorite, which I think is very telling. Uh, I, I think it will be a very close game, uh, and I do think the Cowboys will will eke out a victory. I think that's yeah. just. I think that's a lot to ask of the Eagles. Yeah. No, he's coming. He's going to come back because he doesn't want Dan Quinn to have the biggest win of the year. What is everybody going to say when Dan Quinn goes out there and leads the Cowboys to a huge win? Everybody's going to be talking about that. All right. Well, we uh, this is fun. We need to do it more often. And uh, and I'm glad uh, glad to get to catch up. You did a great job, and that was fun to see you on national TV. And and uh, you've got that look. You got that Spatola short haircut but you're and you can do the the uh 24 hour shadow or whatever you call it but but you're not i mean i like the guy okay spatola seems pretty nice but he's also kind of cocky and you don't come across that way uh you may be cocky in real life but no you no don't, I can't, you I can't don't come cocky, across man. that I'm, way <laughs> i'm just happy to be here i'm happy to well, be with you, you i have extreme yeah. gratitude I well, promise. it's always it's always fun to catch up. Let's do it again. Hey, let me ask and, you: uh, think, you think Jim, you think Jim Howard's listening? That's my guy. I hope he is. That's Jim, right. Jim's a great I, whenever friend. Whenever I'm on here, and, he always hears. That's my guy. Yeah, unless he's playing tennis, but uh, he's <laughs> he's the youngest seventy-five-year-old man any of us will ever know. Uh, and I, I maybe he may be even younger than that, but he's uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a great guy. All right, well, uh, we'll uh, we'll visit with you soon. All right, man. I appreciate the opportunity, man. Take care. Tell Aaron I said hey. Okay. Pete Souza. I mean, just a man for all seasons from Philly, the mean streets of Philly, silver linings playbook type situation with Pete. All right. Um, it is time for the dismount. We've got to say goodnight. That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. A Central Texas tradition since 1898. Leard's Furniture and Appliance usually saves customers hundreds on their purchases. They feature a nice selection of products from outstanding manufacturers like Lazy Boy, Ashley, Flex Steel, Simply Amish, and Sealy Betty. Leard's Furniture and Appliance also offers free delivery and installation. Plus, if you need financing, they can offer plans to meet your budget. Located on the Courthouse Square in Gatesville, Leard's Furniture and Appliance. Check out their inventory today at LeardsFurniture.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's thank our uh, our guest today, Pete Souza, noted local TV 
now big ESPN broadcaster, and uh, that'll be good, Aaron. We've got we got Fran, but it's good to have somebody else on ESPN on a regular basis in our in our camp. And Pete Souza has certainly become that person uh, for us. And then Travis Brown on. Um, uh, on all A&M, and I, I like all our listeners out there, even when you kind of come at me on Twitter. I just like that you're listening. I kind of like it. I like corrections, all right? I said something earlier that was incorrect, and we got it cleaned up, and people are more than happy to kind of let me know that. Now, we do have the uh, the Caitlin Clark. Watch a little women's hoops tonight, okay? Check this thing out. She's closing in on the 3,000-point milestone against Iowa State. Caitlin Clark, man, she brings, she's huge ratings. She's a lot of fun, hits a lot of threes. Aaron, good job. Excellent job by you today. Uh, fun show. We'll do it again tomorrow. I believe that'll be a Thursday. Everybody have a great night, and we will talk to you soon. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Henry J.